You're tapped in to an X-Men shortcast for the black queer perspective. 10 minutes of the unapologetic, the unfiltered, and the undeniable. Join me as I race the clock with old and new friends talking mutants, mess, meaning, and much, much more. This is Immortal X of Words. characters as as being black even if they're not black they're black coded and i think for a lot of people when it came to to goofy if you watched a goofy movie or if you grew up watching goof troop max goof specifically like his teenage young teenage preteen experience mirrored a lot of ours and so we just kind of identify with them them being black and when it came to a goofy movie him trying to go to this powerline concert and powerline is tevin campbell and he's just like this cool kid trying to get the girl all of that like it went to that experience so no is it official that goofy and them are black nah it just so happens that a lot of black people tend to identify with that so tiff you did it <laughs> you can't. as as you were because i was like for me it was the tevin campbell right like max gets a very like standard, standard 90s teen animation and hobby style. He's got the weird, like, you know those, you know they always give like you a backwards cap with the three tufts of hair coming out of it? Yeah. Yeah, you've got that. He was skateboarding, like the, the friend with the cheeks. everything, like. Yeah, and he read very ambiguous. But as soon as you wanted to go to a Powerline concert, you was niggas. Yep. Yep, yeah. Yep. He put on a whole concert. He got, he got his boy. He put on a whole concert for that girl. He was moonwalking and flipping and dipping and doing all types of things. Yeah. He hit the boom and the cap. He said, huh? I was... That was the moment with them doing the perfect cast at the end. That was a defining moment of my childhood, a goofy movie. Like that's it, one of the best Disney movies in existence. I would argue that any day of the week. 100%, 100%. Another one that also defined me weirdly was Fern Gully. <gasps> I love Fern Gully so much. So much. Fern I love Fern Gully. Uh, I don't know. Hexes. That was, I think that also, I won't say that. I won't say that on a podcast. Say it. Say he it. was a great villain. I think that was the first villain because maybe it was because he had a snappy song. I was like, this guy is not so bad. Just Kid Tiff being like, oh, what's so wrong with pollution? I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> Fern Gully was that movie. Robin Williams as Baddie. I think Krista, she, and she had, they kept playing with her skin tone. She had mm. melanin, but also so did Zach, even though he had that blonde hair. <laughs> and I say that I was low key on Hexes Society, but the strong message of like rainforest and conservation, and we didn't even realize as a kid that we were being fed that message, but we understood through the perspective of like fairies and nature that like deforestation yeah. is bad beautiful movie yes it was uh it was and i loved it and i I remember being so traumatized as a child when that hedgehog got trapped Mm. and the two doors came down and he was running and i was like no 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 no. save this planet please not save this planet (laughs) this one forest but it seems like it's a very big deal we got to protect this pocket of this forest i know it's what he ate krista krista and then she starts using her power to make plants grow out. And he's like, ugh. And he's like getting the plants. Up. Like that was, I have to rewatch that. And it's been years since I've seen it. But that moment when she turns him into a plant, deconstructs yeah. the bulldozer or whatever machine, construction mm-hmm. machine that was. Oh. Yeah. She gave him a vicious fungus, man. She did. You know what she pulled? What is, what is the name? The name of, his, of it is escaping me at this moment. 
that storm just fought genesis yeah oh no <laughs> full of genesis Dear. mother of the vines that was krista i really 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 didn't think that omega plant manipulation was just going to be one plant <laughs> one plant <laughs> yeah i thought i thought that meant all of it it turns out it was just that one but she did good things she did what she could with it you know if you have but one yeah she was just accumulating more knickknacks as the story went on <laughs> not knickknacks <laughs> i was happy she was able to pull it together the best she could that was very kind. That's I'm a, the I'm a Tiffy, that's, super kind person. Yeah, Tiffy, that's very generous. All right. So, <laughs> welcome. Welcome to Immortal X of Words. Hello, my name is Ashley. Thank you for being here with me again. We're about to talk mutants or not, parentheses, uh, and we're going to do it in 10 minutes. So, hi. Uh, across from me, um, very early in the morning and giving up her amazing time to be here is Tiffy Starchild, who you probably will know from all sorts of Instagram and TikTok amazingness. Um, Tiffy, say say hi, introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Tiffy and I am a content creator that moves in the nerdy spaces. So I talk a lot just about anything nerdy that I like, which, you know, right now, X-Men or Avatar or Sailor Moon, Steven Universe, all of it. So that's where you can find me. I also do villain PR. So if you've seen me defend villains in skits as like a PR person, that is me. I can hear that. Yeah, I can hear that. I can hear that. <laughs> so where can we follow you? What's your at? Uh, oh, at Tiffy Starchild. Yeah. So that's T-I-F-F-I-E-S-T-A-R-C-H-I-L-D. Is it E? Is there an E? No, E at the end. You had it. Mm-hmm. Okay, just yeah, just D. Yeah. Sorry, I t- sorry, I tried to I tried to flare it up for no reason. It's like, is there an E on the end? Of and it? I was like, no, actually, there's not. There's <laughs> not. As a matter of fact, no. Dark shield. <laughs> Dark child. <laughs> Don't put a bit right in it. Dark child. Um. Okay. All right. So, hi, uh, Tiffy is. Tiffy is amazing. I love uh, watching Tiffy's videos. Uh, she's funny as hell. And I'm so, so glad that she's here on the show. So thank you for coming. Today's question, we're going to be talking about being a black content creator. So that's it. I mean, that's the question. Uh, you, you know what it is. I'm going to hit this timer and we're going to have nine minutes on the clock. And your inaugural X of words timer Ooh. starts... Mm. Damn, it's always an iny climax. I always do that. And then is the is that right? No. You're it's okay. You're just like edging the audience right now. Ooh, don't no. wait, I've already said it. We're here. <laughs> I've already fucking said it. It's done. What are you gonna do? It's on paper. You don't do you don't go to shit. <laughs> All right, wait, wait, wait. Oh, now it's giving me ads. Are you insane? Started. Okay, so yeah, Tiffy, as as somebody who creates loads of sort of black nerdy fandom space content, what's the experience like for you? Ooh, it's been a lot of fun. When I when I you know I I started just posting pictures of my food, like everyone else on Instagram, like posting pictures of my food, going to Disneyland, posting things like that. Yeah. Eventually, just noticed that people were paying attention to it, so. 
that's what I've been fortunate enough to build like a life around just talking about my experience and my nerdy life. And I'm just grateful that people want to listen, whether it's like giving my opinion on things or just sharing a lot of back information. Like right now I've been pulled into talking a lot about Avatar The Last Airbender or doing the comic book recaps, which completely by accident that started. So I'm just grateful that like, if you grew up as a talkative kid or one like constantly just like doesn't pay attention to class, like great grades, but just not paying attention, very, you know, talks to others, start a YouTube yeah. channel. Like that's the best thing ever. So essentially I just get to talk and I'm, and I'm here. And as far as like speaking to a community, I feel like a lot of black nerds can relate with maybe not having a, a lot of people that shared our experiences, you know, we're nerdy, but we're also black. And that just, that means a lot that people don't realize like our experience not that being black defines anyone but it is kind of our lens to the world and that doesn't stop when it comes to fandoms and nerdetry so it's nice to be able to speak on certain things or notice certain things you know like hey this is great but this kind of you know good or bad or just even make certain jokes and you know that a community of people that relate to you will get those jokes and things like that so being a black content creator specifically is also dope for that reason so (laughs) (laughs) that was good that was media training you were on time. <laughs> Boom. The answer was fleshed, rounded, ended. Done. Yeah. The, not so for those of you who cannot see, uh, <laughs> Tiffany has started to do uh, a type of wave situation. Yeah. The isolated one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> T- Tiffany is in a big, uh, a big chunky knit jumper with massive sort of sleeves you know the oversized ones but the oversized also goes into the sleeve in a really nice way what it does do unfortunately <laughs> is it really lowers visibility on tiffy's arms so, so you can't see me killing the moon <laughs> with your face. i can't, I can't, I can't I see a lot of emphasis on it yeah i was like i'm sure it's great in there well, I'm, I'm sure the elbow is well, like everything is doing what it's supposed to do i promise you just oh no yeah you can't see that for shit but <laughs> Um, okay, so I know I, to- I totally I totally relate, and I I, I think as a blackness is a is a really important lens, and it it really informs the way you see a lot of narratives, a lot of characters, a lot of story builds, a lot of conclusions. Mm-hmm. Like I started to realize maybe at age 11, 12, that I was not happy or satisfied with these really simple, reductive, good guy, bad guy. Mm narratives Mm -hmm. because i was also as a black person starting to encounter that i was being cast as a bad guy unduly in the world and so in my life where i wanted new more nuance and investigation and i i very early on wanted stories that represented that and i could see that some of my some of my even i would just say non-black to be perfectly honest Mm -hmm. some of my non-black counterparts just because that wasn't a lived reality. Right. We're happy to have those things. Yeah, oh, that's the bad one. Oh, that's the bad race, is it? Oh, yeah, that's right. the evil, the evil angry race. And I'm like, you don't see no parallels of that? You don't think maybe that's an unhealthy lesson to right. learn? Yeah. No. But also, also, then some things were just fucking lame. <laughs> and people didn't seem to see it. Like, some shit, I was like, that shit's not funny. It's just not funny. Like, it's it's not funny. and maybe that's why they keep borrowing from our culture, because... <laughs> 
Oop Wales. <laughs> Excellent. Tiffy, Tiffy, I'm so sad nobody could see that because that was probably one of the campus moments on this podcast <laughs> today. It was, it was um, for us. It was good. <laughs> um, okay, so, and I get, do you know what? And also, the I've I've loved having conversation and community with black nerds mm-hmm. with X of words, like being able to create jokes that are so tied to black black music, yeah. black history, yeah. black art, and being able to mix that in with nerd stuff and have people get it and understand it is powerful like is that something you feel absolutely oh my gosh yeah yes i and i think that twitter is one of the best places for that and when one person like makes a joke and then we're just quote tweeting in chains for like the rest of the day (laughs) and the, the one that you brought up is a great example of it like with goofy like i know they was dogs but these was Negroes. Like that is yep. such that's a, such a joke for us. And if it's like, yep. well, how is it? It's not for you. You don't don't worry about it. It's just not for you. It's not good or bad. It's this is this joke is just not for you. And I don't want exactly. you to think that like viewing things through a black lens is saying anything is good or bad or better or worse. It's not. It's just relatable as an experience. And it's nice to have people to relate to. <laughs> it's very true. Um also, like, uh, yeah, and uh, actually, say what you mean. Fuck relating. Black people are lit. I know you didn't want to be like. I know you didn't want to be like. Oh, but I, I <laughs> personally, me, I enjoy. I it. oh, I for sure have a, a preference. This is what I want to be. This is what I know. I know. <laughs> But you know, you need you wanted your media training moment. You are neutral. I, I you are, it's not you are so I, much fairer I than I am. Authentic to how I feel, but look, just... you are you are centered and magnanimous and considerably less deranged than me. So I, <laughs> let me. I too am in therapy. So... <laughs> <laughs> not the competition. You said, wait, wait, wait. I get my toxicity out somewhere else. <laughs> I pay it for to listen to my thing. It's like you're less deranged than me right here. Uh, in, oh. in this moment. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. Um, okay, yeah. So, And also, your audience just met me. I've got to lure them into a, a sense of security and then reveal my full nature. And then, then they will love me. Yeah, it's, it's like I can't be insane now. But give me time. <laughs> yeah, give me t- tap in episode three. Right. <laughs> um. Okay. So, do you feel uh, apart from the connection and the and the and the relating, do you think there's anything that blocks you? Mm. Are there any blockers or difficulties? Ooh. Um. As a content creator, I feel like every content creator kind of goes through the the cycle of, you know, there's a certain amount of toxicity that you encounter dealing with social media, just in general, any person on social media has to be careful to not get tucked. So, you know, sucked into the negative side of it. And for different people that can mean different things as a content creator, sometimes the block can be managing it because this is my full-time job. So Mm. at some point it went from me just talking my shit online and having fun with my community that I'm building to like, Oh, I got to pay bills with this. I have to invest my time. That means my time is valuable. That means I have to negotiate money and contracts and and I'm not good at that. I just, I'm just here to vibe. So like that's, that's personally kind of hard for me. 
And I have to navigate so much of this very much alone. And I'm happy to have like built out new teams and I have people that will step in and I can bounce writing ideas off of, or I have a manager that's keeping me on a schedule now and that's helpful. So growing to that place, that's been a challenge. And then sometimes if we're talking on the specifics of being a black content creator, as a black female content creator, I get a lot Mm -hmm. of hate from within the community, specifically from some black men. And that is a huge block. They will come for my knowledge of of the the source material and i tell you like i'm very honest on what i know and what i don't know and i don't portray myself as anything that i'm not but so often it doesn't even really matter there are just some people from within our own community that that don't like opinionated black women that don't like us speaking on certain things that don't fit their narrative of what what's damaging to our community and they express it in very ugly ways that very often don't have anything to do with the subject of my content so yeah i could be talking about storm or i could be talking about whatever i could be talking about avatar and they'll be like well that's why you're gonna die alone and i'm like what does that have to do with anything so i received some of the most violent hateful comments from within our own community and as a black female content creator that is a huge uh uh hurdle to to push through and get over so yeah yeah and people are surprised actually, by that, but I'm not the only only woman creator expressing this. So I'm hoping more voices lent to that situation kind of turns eyes on the one hundred percent. And like bums, truly. it's motherfucking bums, truly bums. <laughs> and one of the things that I really like is seeing you clap back because <laughs> no, seriously, I think it, you know what you were saying about taking this content creation from something you do as a hobby to something that is your livelihood Mm -hmm. with that comes a bunch of constraints Mm -hmm. of like oh you know how should i say this should do you know it robs you of robs you of even the basic defense of yourself and i'm so glad to see you coming back i'm very happy that calling a bum a bum Thank you for saying that because I think people don't realize it. It hurts to be silent sometimes in response. And I do because this is my job. I have to be mm. careful about it. So the same thing with that media training and here I'm, I'm being honest in what I'm saying, but I'm careful about the language. I have to move mm. that. I can't say, I can't call them what I want to call them in those videos, even those clapback videos. I am very intentional about the things that I say, but uh, yeah, I'm grateful that sometimes it's to the point where I'm able to turn around and make it. I get, I got paid off of those videos too. So sometimes even though it's frustrating, it's like, okay, and I won't protect you. I'm not going to block out your name. Cause if you were bold enough to say it in my comment publicly, it can be featured in the video publicly, whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to blur that out or anything. Mm-hmm. And I will continue forward with what I, mm-hmm. with what I do. So exactly, exactly. Cause when people want to appear with their long throat, continue. <laughs> Continue, please. Yeah, let's do this. Okay. All right. So uh, I know you said that you were into media. So I have to ask the question then. What are you, what are you watching now that you think, like, if you had to give me a, you need to watch this list of like three. Three. Ooh. Yeah. What would it be? Ooh. Well, right now, and it's not, it's not even that recent. Castlevania Nocturne came out last year, but that is a follow-up to Castlevania. So right now, yes. uh, and those are like the Netflix animation series. So I would recommend yep. that that counts as one. That's just one. 
But so Castlevania yeah. and Castlevania Nocturne. I just think that they're beautifully animated. The the story is there. The characters are there. It's funny. Like all of yes. He was, he, he was, <laughs> not this, that sounded so good. He was, he was on light skin time, even in diamond yes, form. Also, you, you're fully familiar, but like, yes, yeah. just, it gave so much. And I think I'm on season three or something of Castlevania or maybe season yeah. two, but um, it's, it's so enjoyable. And even though it precedes Castlevania Nocturne, like I'm not tripped up with the story or anything like that. Um, so that's my first one, Castlevania's. Yes. Um, the other one, uh, Intergalactic, which is on Netflix. I promise Netflix oh, is not paying me, so but like, good. but I, I am a, such a huge any night, any 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 day of the week in the afternoon. If I need to just put something on, it yeah. can be Intergalactic. Just something about that movie, the imagery, the story. I just, I love it. So, so in, I imagine, mm. I imagine, and run with me with this weird thought. Um, across the Spider Verse, yes is Nicki Minaj. Okay, okay. And Intergalactic <gasps> is The Sons. Ooh, yeah. I would absolutely, I would absolutely, yeah. I almost imagine sometimes that Intergalactic happens in Across the Spider-Verse, but they've just told you like a story of romance. It's just like one of those slice of life stories and Miles and everything is happening around it, but it could absolutely be in the same universe. I fucks with that heavily, yeah. yes. Absolutely. It felt like such a visual, stylistic descendant for me. I also thought you were going to go more of a vibe, like Across the Spider-Verse is Nicki Minaj. It's very energetic. It's very just like, mm. But then Intergalactic is more like a Victoria Monet, like super different vibe-wise, but still very good. Like, yes. And music, not at all the same. Like we weren't talking about like them being similar, but I just thought strictly vibe speaking. I totally thought you were going that direction. I was just like, yeah. But, but, but no, you're right. That's a, that's that's an amazing build. It's like if intergalactic is what across the spider verse could be if Miles smoked weed. Jesus, <laughs> I think that you're right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. With um, that statement. Okay. <laughs> okay, and third on the list. Ooh, third on the list. Um, let me see anything that's right now and like recent. Mm. I think nothing that's come out recently. I mean, oh, let me see. Mm, 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 mm. I go for for comfort watches and things like that. I I recommend Craig of the Creek, which which Omar put me on, and that also yeah. became one of my comfort shows. Like I used to not. I, I'm a wimp and I don't like the dark sometimes, even though I don't like light either. Oh. So I have to sleep with something on in the middle of the night. <laughs> and, and like, it right. became one of those shows because it just takes you, for me personally, I didn't have the creek, I had the canyon. So like where my house was, we had a canyon behind it and that's where we went to play. And so that is a show that takes me back to just like this nostalgic time where like playtime was everything. Those scenarios were real. The hierarchy in the canyon existed. The hierarchy in the creek is very real. So it is just one of those shows where I think people can get into because it takes you back to a time before adulting comes along and kicks your ass. And like life just like comes at you. Let's go back to being kids and the priority was surviving on the playground like that to me it's a perfect show so i think between those things like media wise if we're talking shows to watch and things to watch 
those are my three. That's lovely. Um, comfort show. I I don't have comfort shows. Why? Because Why? because I'm so. My mind is so powerfully susceptible to boredom. Oh. That I not sorry not boredom. My my mind is constantly reaching for things to do. Right. It's constantly reaching for things. Yeah. Yeah. I've got like four Rubik's cubes going at any given moment. And if you show me something I've seen before, I can't stick with it again. Like if I can anticipate what's happened next, the bits of my brain that are usually satisfied by trying to anticipate what's next go to other things. Right. And then I get distracted. So I find it hard to like, I find it hard to watch something I've watched before again. The only thing I can is everything, everywhere, all at once. I still have to see that one. Oh, it's, 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 it's food for hungry minds. So yeah, like it's, I I call it, I call it a film literally created for ADHD. Oh. Minds. Okay. It was like, we're going to tell you a story. Yeah. Through 17 different stories, (laughs) all changing every 13 seconds. That sounds like how I tell stories just every day. (laughs) I, okay, I will, like, it's always been on the list to see, but like, that's, I've never heard it described that way. Okay, I like that. For me, yeah, it is is digressions Mm -hmm. as superstructure. And it's like, it's the best multiverse film I have ever seen. And I, I watched it with a couple of friends and they left and they went, what the fuck oh. happened? And I was like, oh, you didn't see? It was this. Yeah, and it, it fund- was fundamentally, it was line. just, yeah, it was a story about this and this and this. And they were like, I was so overwhelmed. I was like, no, they gave me uh, the perfect amount of balls to juggle. That's uh, that's a great way of putting it. For, yeah. for me, a comfort show, though, I never, I'm not watching it. Like, it's just on in the background or it's on to put me to sleep. Oh. So that's the other thing. It's not watching it for like a fresh experience or like to, to yeah. take it in. It literally is just the background noise and it just provides the soundtrack like for my day, okay. if that makes more okay. sense. No, no, it does. I have I have albums though. Like yeah, I, have, I have background like, albums. I, I, yeah, I feel yeah. that. I really so Amy Winehouse Frank Ooh. can just run. Okay, okay. And also Age of Pleasure. Do you oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Age of Pleasure can just run too. I, um, um, Victoria Monet's Do the Jaguar 2, her album. I want to get that on vinyl because I have, and, and I so badly want to be like a vinyl girl, my final thing, and my, my finals yeah. going. They just, they just sit there though. <laughs> I collect them. Do you want to say vinyl one more time? Vinyl, just vinyl, for, vinyl. <laughs> just for like, vinyl girl, my vinyl things, my vinyl areas. My vinyl. Surely not. <laughs> you actually sound proper heartbroken. It's my vinyl. It would be so stiff. How could you? I would figure it out. You can that attitude. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. Now I feel like I've killed your dreams. I'll take it back. You actually sounded deeply sad. Like, no. I can't, a fun idea. <laughs> yeah, off camera right now. There's like one of those mannequins with like a vinyl outfit being sewn in it. <laughs> You're like, God damn it. My dreams don't have to just be dreams, okay? <laughs> Please don't. don't. Listen, don't try to win, win an enemy here. You started putting cracks in the voice. My dreams don't have to just be dreams. I that you're accusing me. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. I'll tear up right now. They can't see me, but... <laughs> 
I'll make you think about this for the rest of your night. You'll go to sleep with me on your mind. <laughs> um, okay, so everybody, this is taking a turn. And I think I think maybe it's time for us to start to draw to the close. To... <laughs> now that we've entered the, the arena of um, emotional blackmail because of a fictional vinyl right, outfit. That I don't really want to wear. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Friends, friends, we might be coming to the end. We're um, getting invited back for the second. <laughs> never going to get to the third episode where they can see the real me, are we? <laughs> All right. Um, oh, dear. Okay. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for being here, Tiffy. It's been an absolute pleasure to, to meet you, to talk to you, to, um, to completely lose the plot with you, too. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, thank you. It's been it's been a joy. Thank you, everybody, for coming back and doing whatever this is again with us. Uh, <laughs> my name's Ash. My name is Tiffy, and this was Immortal X of Words. <laughs> well done. Good for you. Good for you. I hate it. What? Huh? Bloopers. Bloopers is all I want. Oh, you want to? Uh, this is. Oh man, run that back. Okay, no. <laughs> this is X of Immortal. No, damn. I'm just giving you some options. Not Tiffy, you're giving me your show a showcase reel at the tail end of this. We have to go. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Goodbye.